The odds right now are at plus 300 on draft under two for under two. Wow. Welcome, welcome, welcome to better win green. Eh? To better win green. Eh? To better win green. Eh? Welcome into the better green podcast, a show designed for you to listen in and cash out. Make sure you guys subscribe down below and like this video so we can help others beat Vegas with us today. We're going over our big three. Ethan, let's start with you today, bud. Yeah, so I wanted to first just start off with, uh, well, quick first thing. I'm wearing the same outfit that I wore on Monday's show. Um, had a lot of success that night. Yeah, like, yeah, true hockey fashion. I think I went 4-1 and one that night um, and then just shit my pants yesterday. So I'm back to wearing what worked for starters. Uh, secondly, I just wanted to ask you guys, I got thinking last night. Um, so basically... I had the under in that uh, Winnipeg versus Vegas game. Not sure if you guys saw how that one ended, but uh, I was on top of a couple of, I wouldn't call them like bad beats per se, but like the Tigers walked off the Guardians. I was on the Guardians. Uh, Double OT loser on Dallas the night before. It was just like a span of like close losses. I won't call them bad beats, but Florida was definitely a bad beat and just lost my shit. Like went berserk, was just like completely pissed off. I probably do that maybe five times a year after losing. Um, you know, and like a bad beat. So my question to you, and I would like to know from our viewers, leave a comment uh, on this video. How do you guys react to uh, bad beats? Am I just a complete like psycho Looney Tunes or, uh, you know, is this normal for this industry? Well, I'm a, an overall angry person. Um, <laughs> I struggle with anger quite a bit controlling it. Uh, it helped when I was a football player. However, in the real world, uh, you can't just go out and hit someone that's a lawsuit or jail time. So uh, usually how I respond with a couple bad losses is I get super pissed off and just double down on whatever I can find. Uh, it's not a great idea at all, which is I double down triple. I quadrupled down on the avalanche last night for the nightcap. So I'm in, <laughs> I'm in a pretty bad spot. Uh, but yeah, I usually try to blow off steam. It's different now because I, you know, I, I had ways to blow off steam. Now I don't have any ways. My only way is just to try to win all my money back and yeah, not sustainable. I get really quiet and then I get really loud and say a lot of bad words. That's about <laughs> it. You're, are you fine? Sit over there. Just <laughs> are you fine? No. <laughs> Fucking the Chiefs know how to throw the damn ball. <laughs> See, so... I'd like to say usually I'm like pretty gracious losing. Like I, I would say that Ben is like fairly gracious, you know, no one's happy when you lose. But like last night I was looking for like a, a rage room. Like I was looking at everything in my basement. Like I want to break that right now. But luckily I calmed down enough to like realize the repercussions of breaking my uh, nice new 65 inch TV that I just got in November. Um, but oh my God. Yeah. I was just like, I was ready to grab beers out of the fridge and just crush them on my head. Um, yeah, I absolutely lost it with that stupid fuck Winnipeg. God damn. I hope Vegas comes out and just blows the doors off them for that stupid <laughs> move they pulled last night. God damn. Anyway. Um, I got yeah. I got something real quick. Yeah. We got one comment on our Twitter post. Did you guys see that one? I didn't. Uh, when we asked about the playoffs, uh, both NBA and NHL, we got a question regarding uh, nothing of that, but uh, it's still <laughs> interesting that I think we could bring up. It's by Spencer K. And okay. that question is, thoughts on carbonated milk? 
Excellent what a question. great question. Yeah. Thank you for I'll that. start. I didn't even know it existed. Is that a thing? I, I was just going to say in 28 in about a half years of existence, this is the first second I've ever given to the thought of carbonated milk. Um, sounds disgusting. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds really bad. I will say they find ways to make everything carbonated nowadays. So it doesn't surprise yeah. me, but milk seems like something that should be cold and and not any fizz involved. Like usually when I think yeah. of fizz, it's like, I don't know, it gives an impression of like warmth because of it's like, you know, bubbling over. It just doesn't seem like that's how I want my milk to taste. But yeah, right. about extremely random. I don't know if you guys know that guy, Spencer K. I don't know who nope. he is. But uh, yeah, that was a Twitter comment on our weekly question. Well, we awesome. appreciate the question. A thousand Speaking percent. of milk, have you guys ever seen the, I don't know if it was a viral tweet or whatnot, but some tweet that was like, the guy who discovered milk probably also did a lot of other weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> He did. He was squeezing yeah. a lot of things, tasting a lot of liquid. I'll tell you that. I'm like, that is so true. <laughs> That's not the one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back on the topic. Ethan, you want to start our big three? Yeah. Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. That's been uh it's been a rough day. Just every time I think of Winnipeg, I just get pissed off again. Oh, and Hurricane's already scored. That's nice. Um, all right. I'm going to start uh, going back to the well tomorrow. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm going under the total. Of, uh, right now, I think it sits at six. That's going to six and a half. I could almost guarantee it. Um, so I'll take under six and a half, Toronto, Tampa Bay. Uh, just horrible display. I was on it yesterday. Six power play goals. Uh, Wyatt mentioned in our day lax video, the second period was basically all power play. Um, so I, I just – don't think it's going to be like that again. Um, I think both teams are going to kind of shore up and, uh, you know, not try to stay out of the penalty box as best they can. Uh, and I think, again, I think a lot of people are going to be on the over. So I like the value on the under and I will wait for a six and a half. Yeah, I like that. I might as well just get into it. I have the same exact play. Um, I have under six, but uh, it's at plus 100. So, yeah, you're probably right. I'm just going to lock in the under six and a half. You can probably get it at minus, I don't know, 125 probably right now. But as you said, it's probably going to move. So I'll wait a little bit on that. But, yeah, same reasoning. Have this under. Um, really also wanted to spank uh, the Lightning again. I stayed away from it. But, uh, yeah, Maple Leafs have to figure something out. So I'm a little nervous for a huge bounce bounce back game. But again, there were so many power play goals that I just don't think that's sustainable um, for more than a couple games. So going under, I could, you know, two, one, three, one game. Um, I do think the Tampa Bay is going to win that two Oh, or go up two Oh. Yeah. Also, I'm just seeing on FanDuel under six and a half minus minus one twenty two. So okay. you can yeah, mark us down for right that. there. Yeah. I'm going to have to balance you guys out with the over. So I'm going to go with the over in the Rangers-Devils game. This game is in uh, New Jersey. The Devils cannot afford to go down uh, 0-2 and going back to New York. The Rangers are a high-scoring team. This game barely crossed over at six goals the last time they played. I see the Devils scoring more than one. What was it, a penalty shot, Ethan? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I feel the Devils, they finally get some in the net. Rangers, they continue their high scoring and at five and a half, that's the lowest number you're going to get that day. So um, we're going to go with Rangers, Jersey Devils over five and a half. All righty. 
Um, God, I loved my big three, and I'm forgetting what my third one was. Um, I'm going back to the well again. I'm going to hate myself if this happens again. I'm going under once again, Winnipeg, Vegas. Short memory in this business. Uh, that game deserved to stay under two goals last minute and a half. Uh, the last goal wasn't even an empty net. It was just a stupid power play. Just ridiculous uh, move by the Jets there. So, again, I think Vegas tries to shore up defensively here. Vegas is the better team. I think they get the lead, control the pace. I think it stays under. Unders have a lot of value in the playoffs we're figuring out. Um, unfortunately, I was also on that play in the Jets. Uh, that was terrible. Um, but we move on. Uh, I'm going to go back uh, – Two player props to to wind out uh, my big three. Uh, my one is on the ice. I'm going to take Jack Hughes for the Devils over three and a half shots. Um, it's minus 130 right now. Um, that's going to go up. Uh, his shots all year have been, his line's been like four and a half to even five at times. Um, in that previous game, uh, game one against Devils and Rangers, he was the one guy that sh- scored on the, um, the whatever, the, the shootout, whatever you want to call it, the penalty shot. Um, and he had three shots and three missed shots. So he had potentially six shots on goal during that game. Uh, the Devils are going to find out pretty quickly that they're going to have to throw up a lot of pucks at uh, Igor to even have a chance in this. Um, they did throw up 28 shots on goal in the first game, but I think they're going to need to get their, their numbers to mid-30s. Um, and Jack Hughes is by far the Rangers – or sorry, the Devils' um, most shots on goal the player. So I really like his over three and a half. Again, the line's been like at four and a half, five all year. I understand it's playoffs, but the value is too good here. I'm going to kind of tell you right on that, Wyatt. I'm going to go with uh, Nathan McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal. Uh, If you're watching that avalanche game, they lost at home as heavy favorites. Um, Couldn't really score at all. They only scored one goal the whole game. Um, If you're looking at the last game, he had 20% of the team shots. He shot seven times. Um, the team, his team members, they kept looking to get him the puck, especially like at the end of the game when they were down, they kept giving him the puck to try to get, get back into the game. And it, it didn't happen, but he got a whole bunch of shots off. And I think going into this, they're going to, they know that they need to, uh, game plan McKinnon more and try to get more scoring opportunities because they, they really got dominated at home in that first game. Yeah. Yeah, I will uh, personally be on that myself as well. Um, shoot, guys, I cannot for the life of me remember what my third pick was. And it was in hockey. There's only four games, so I, um, I will go with. I'm just gonna take the Golden Knights money line minus one fifty. A uh, little bit juicy, but I think they're the better team. Uh, I think they're probably pissed off. Cannot go to Winnipeg down two zero. So I think uh, they bounce back and get the win in Vegas. I'm going to go to the hardwood for my last player prop. Uh, Game three of this series, it's the Warriors-Kings. Warriors are back at home, down 0-2, obviously desperate for a win. Uh, Warriors, as we all know, is a great home team. They did hold the – or they hold right now the longest consecutive home uh, win streak. Uh, That was back when they went like – 60 and 12 that one season. Um, but I'm going to take Curry over 29 and a half points. It's minus 115. I am laddering him up to 40 points at plus 500. Uh, Curry is by far, I mean, we all know who Curry is, but he needs to bring this team around. Uh, Clay is not doing it. Jordan Poole is not doing it. Um, 
Draymond's out, which doesn't mean anything on the offensive uh, side of the ball. But Curry needs to go off. He had 28 in game two and 30 in game one. So he's definitely going to hit the line at home. But I think this could be an explosive 40-plus 40, 40 point game for Curry. They need him. They need him bad. Um, looking at this next one, I'm going to the gridiron. We're going to the NFL draft, another future. Um, this There's a total out right now. Tight ends at two. Have you guys seen what the odds are? What would you expect them to be? Is it t- tight ends in the first round? Two in the first round, yeah. Uh, minus one. No, sorry, plus one seventy-five uh, for over two. Over two, or for under two? Sorry, under two. Oh, under two. Sorry, under uh, two. Minus one sixty-five. Okay, eat that. Oh man. Well there's it's Kincaid and Mayer. Yeah. Yeah. And that I mean honestly it probably pushes, I would think, but I guess I wouldn't know. It depends on what they think of that uh tight end. Um I forgot who he is. I don't know, I guess. Well, uh, under two. The last fifteen years I looked up how many times two or more Titans were taken in the first round. The last 15 years, it's happened twice. And at that same time period, um, six times has no Titan gone in the first round. So we're three times more likely to not have a Titan drafted than having multiple. The odds right now are at plus 300 on draft for under two For under two. Wow. Okay. So it's going to push at the worst, right? There's yeah. no way three go. No. Wow. That's a good that's a good find. We have to look up yeah. who that third guy How? is. I know who you're talking about, too. It's like Darnell. Yeah. Something. Yeah, the dude that he got like a lot of hype for blocking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I love that, though. I mean, at worst case scenario, it's a push, right? I don't like. Yeah. You would. Th- yeah. I mean, I think that is like. 75% a push, 20% and under, 5% over type deal, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it does. Uh, yeah, Darnell Washington, tight end from yeah. Georgia. Not even the best tight end on his own team. Right. Yeah, it's that big number zero uh, for Georgia. Under two tight ends plus 300. Over two minus 450. Really? Over two is minus four fifty. Over See, the only thing that worries about me on draft props is like, what do they know? You know, right? Like, are they in on are they in on the GMs and stuff? There's one less pick this year, and I there's your, I can't see a any scenario where three go. And like all of my mock, mock drafts I've done, I've had one. Yeah, Schrager this morning has three. He has Henderson at. Uh, 29 i don't see it to the i don't see it saints either. or sorry he has henderson at, or sorry washington at 28 but yeah i think i think you're good i don't i don't see it happening no your only worry is if say washington somehow goes in front of mayor or kincaid and then the patriots are sitting there with another big white boy ready to come join their tight end squad you know bill's all over that shit <laughs> at like 12 or 13 15 14 15. I don't 14. see it. I don't I don't see no. any tight end going that high. 
Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Trey McBride I, last year, the top tight end went in the second. I would like to know what the odds if you could bet exactly two tight ends. Because that's how I see it. But yeah, it, I don't see three, personally. It used to be one and a half, and it moved up to two. And when I saw that at plus 300, I, I don't know. I'm a big draft guy, and I don't see it. Yeah. I like it. Why I don't, smile I mean, tells yeah. me like, okay, I'm about to play something on this. Like as soon as we're done. Recording. Yeah. <laughs> I get the draft freaks me out. Cause I mean, every draft's weird. Like there's, you know, this one's obviously a cornerback heavy first round. And like, mm-hmm. we didn't see this last year. Um, also there's some weird drama going on with quarterbacks, but if quarterbacks do what they did last year, like that opens up a lot of picks. So I don't know. I, I like, I don't see a world where it, where that goes over too. Um, but then again, like if yeah, if Levis or Richardson don't go, like that opens up two other draft picks for potentially skill position tight end. I don't know. It's it's all up in the air. <laughs> Getting all flustered over here already because <laughs> I want to hammer that. Yeah, I I think you should. I'll tell you what. I feel like it should be. I can't believe over is the minus four fifty. Like who in the right mind would take that? Schrager, I guess, on <laughs> yeah, no kidding. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I don't see it losing. No, SBE would probably take the minus 450. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys got anything else before we head out of here? Oh, that's it. You might not hear from me again if the uh, Jets pull some bullshit tomorrow night and go over that total, <laughs> they're on my shit list. For sure. I've said it a couple of times. I just, my wit, my losing streaks comes, come in massive quantities. My win streaks are like one win, terrible day, <laughs> one win, maybe two wins, two days in a row that I like, I just need my win streaks to get, be as good as my bad streaks. And then we're going to be, we're, I'm never coming back from the Caribbean if that happens. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to do it for the Better Green Podcast. We're going to have an extra episode next week going over the NFL draft. Make sure you guys like and subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. Follow us on all of our socials, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace, guys. Later, guys. Thanks. See ya. Now we always on spot and we cover old spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.